Welcome back to the uh, blunt and the bass. Hello. Hello again. Another, another episode. First of all, it's good to have you back. I missed you last week. I'm glad that you are healthy again and everything is good. Um, so, yay. Thank God. Yes. So this is the edition of Thanksgiving, and uh, I thought it would be only appropriate that we, like, talk about what we're thankful for. Right. And uh, I'm so thankful for Amy that I think that she should go first. (laughs) And I would love to know any kind of, like, special traditions or anything that you or your family have going on this week. Okay, so um, we like to eat our thanksgiving dinner about like 10 o'clock at night that's our family tradition yes it is it's our family tradition like you know most people like you know like 11 a.m 12 maybe two not ours It, it has to be late at night uh i don't know why but it always ends up that way but uh, yesterday, uh, my sister and I and my roommate made these chicken or these turkey legs. Yeah. But they weren't like turkey legs. They were like a pretzel dipped in white chocolate with two. And then you got the two small marshmallows and you put it together on there and let it like, you know, uh, harden. And then you dip it all the way in and then you get uh chocolate uh rice krispies right and make rice krispie treats and then you ball it up right and you stick it down and it looks like a turkey leg nice that sounds yeah. like sugar on sugar yeah i mean i don't know why anybody would volunteer to do that activity it was a lot of work was it uh, yeah well, at least, like, I thought it was. I'm like, uh, who really wants to eat this? Like, I've just been patting these, you know, Rice Krispie treats. Like, okay, I, you know, had a glove. That's good. So Yeah, I was going to say, I would use gloves, but I don't, I'm not a sweets person. Um, like, I'm not, I'm not really good. I can cook. I'm not really good at baking, though. So, and I just don't, I also don't really eat a lot of sweets. So I guess it's good that, but I'm like a carb junkie. Like I'll eat bread, you know, rice dressing, um, more bread, any of that kind of stuff. (laughs) Like, I mean, I love Thanksgiving food. Don't get me wrong. Like I love it, but, um, yeah. I feel like it's right down your alley, breads and stuffings and i mean it's stuff that i don't normally eat because that's not usually in my diet so i am gonna enjoy this food this week especially since like i cooked um i cooked turkey last night i had the popeyes cajun deep fried turkey so it's really easy um and then i did like the stovetop stuffing and i made this asian coleslaw which i love and my husband loves as well um, so we did Thanksgiving last night with him because we are going to Louisiana and I'm going to be doing Thanksgiving there. So I'm going to eat Cajun food and I'm going to eat like more turkey and probably some Italian food because my mom usually throws in like Italian um, 
traditional foods, not necessarily American Thanksgiving stuff. So I'm going to eat lots of carbs, in other words. And I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what's your tradition? Okay. So, um, you know, we don't, like... I mean, we just have, like, the traditional, like, when I was younger, like, my grandparents, they would do that. Because my mom was not American. So, like, she learned the Thanksgiving traditions over here. But we still, like, when I was younger, it was very traditional. Because my grandparents would make the traditional American food. Um, now that, you know, they have since passed on, it's, like, just more of, like... We have the Thanksgiving, like my mom is like acclimated to like the American holiday, but we don't necessarily have like the traditional uh, green bean casserole, candy yams, like that's not something that you'll find at our house, um, but we still have really good food and we do have turkey. Yeah, I think she's deboning a turkey right now to cook it um, for us for Thursday, so... And we usually it, yeah. So she's gonna just cook everything um, without the bone, and uh, I'm sure she will dress it up somehow fancy. I mean, it's always delicious, and then we usually have like a traditional Italian um, pasta dish as well, which I love pasta and bread. Give it to me because again, that's not usually in my normal uh, wheelhouse of food that I eat. Um, so I'm excited to break all of my, you know, healthy eating lifestyle this weekend, plus have like Buddha and, you know, Cracklin and, you know, anything else that I can get my hands on while I'm in South Louisiana. Well, beautiful. So, yeah. all right. Gratitude. Uh, no. Yes. What am I thankful for? Um, I mean, I. Honestly, I'm thankful for a lot of things. Like, I, I really am. I did this this morning at, like, 4.30. I was like, let me do a gratitude exercise. Um, so just some of, like, the highlights that I really try and focus on is, like, my relationship with God. I am extremely thankful for that. Um, probably that's, like, the number one thing in my life. The other big thing is, like, and I know a lot of people tell me this, my perspective um, an attitude in life I'm very thankful for um, because no matter what I just tend to be that person that is like there's you know always a will um, where there's a will there's a way like there nothing that you can ever face is not something that you can ever you know work through and get over um, and I know a lot of people struggle with that having that perspective and mindset in life and I'm just really grateful that I do have that um because especially in like today's world it can be very challenging to stay positive and stay in that right frame of mind and I attributed that to my relationship with God um the other big thing that I want to highlight is that I am really thankful that I I feel like I'm finding my purpose in life it only took 40 years but like you know the social activism the political activism um you know the child um sexual assault awareness stuff like i feel like i'm finally finding a place where things that i'm like really good at and making a positive difference in this world um and also that comes with the the work that i do on like social media 
and my relationships that I have forged through people that I've met through social media because you are one of them and you're probably like one of the closest people in my life um and then Jess would be the other one and I would never have met either of y'all if it wasn't for like TikTok as evil as I think TikTok is um I think that I am so grateful to have had that um spontaneous thing like oh my goodness because I resisted TikTok forever because I was like it's a communist app I'm not gonna do it and finally I went on it and I met incredible people and it's like two of the people I'm closest with in life you know I just I'm very thankful for that um because you guys are like came into a point in my life where I probably needed you the most and your perspectives and your guidance and your friendship and um yeah and so reflecting back on like this past year those are some of the things that I am most thankful for that is beautiful I love that Amy <laughs> what about you <laughs> well this year has definitely uh been different um especially because of the fact of uh all of the exciting things that I've been able to be uh, a proud participant and uh, and a lot of that is you know that social activism uh, oh and uh, working with gays against groomers uh, just doing our podcast right here and uh, I've noticed that uh, throughout this year I've become more disciplined where I've never been a disciplined person in my whole entire life. Like if I did it, I you know, if I wanted to do it, I did it. It was like whatever. If I didn't, uh, I didn't hold myself in any kind of accountability whatsoever. Uh, and I feel like this year I was like, my dad passed away in January. <clears throat> Have a massive heart attack. Uh, and he was obese and a heavy smoker and so I think it just kind of made me realize the importance of taking care of myself and that yeah. nobody was going to take care of me better than I could and maybe I should consider doing that and that was like in March I decided to join the gym and then I started seeing results and I actually started liking it I was like wow that's pretty cool and then this past 30 days yesterday today's 31 days of no smoking cigarettes uh so i was able to uh give that up and that was part of my discipline uh <laughs> uh that i have uh been able to experience this year so i'm very thankful for that and uh the change of my mindset uh has been incredible uh, just seeing how much I have progressed in the last year has like is really cool I mean just to be able to experience that because there were so many years in my life where uh, it was always the same because I was never changing I never got out of uh, out of myself long enough to do anything different so there was a lot of years where I couldn't see a change and, and definitely this year I've seen a change um, my friendship you know uh, with uh, others is uh, thing is something I'm really thankful as well. Um, and Amy, you know, says that I'm I'm important to her. Well, she doesn't know how she, how important she is to me. Uh, so uh, 
that has gotten me through this year. Uh, and Amy is a great teacher of uh, discipline. And I love that. Uh, I keep her around for that alone. Uh, and the fact that she has rock card abs. This is about to uh, say. <laughs> uh, and, um, but, and, you know, none of this would be, you know, like capable if I didn't have my sobriety. So I'm su uh, super uh, thankful for that. And then, you know, who's not thankful to have two golden retrievers? So, yes, well, one named Donald, which is the best name out there. And then the other one's Oakley, which is a really cool name. He is. He's a cool dog. He'll bite you, but that's cool. Like okay. he, 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 he's a he's a ferocious golden retriever. Oakley's but, the feisty one. Yeah, he's feisty. I mean, not like that bad, but yeah, he is. Donald's the laid back. Yes. Yeah. That I I can see that. I can see that. They're both adorable, so. Um, well, that's really cool. I, um, I'm, like, super, su I am, like, super proud of you. Like, the, the smoking thing is incredible. I enjoy, because, you know, I'm in the gym all the time. I enjoy having someone else in my life, too, that is, like, super passionate or getting really passionate about the gym. So, it's always fun to have that. I'm enjoying seeing your journey and i have definitely seen the difference in like discipline and commitment um and you're getting amazing results too like i can't wait to see you know what the next six months brings for like your whole transformation because i know that that's where it's going so i'm super excited to see that and also play dress up with you next time <laughs> next time we get together <laughs> Uh, well, that's really cool. I, um, I want to make sure to wish all of our people out there too, because we are thankful for people that enjoy our content, that, um, like us, that listen to us, that support us. Um, and we hope to continue to, you know, grow in this experience and bring more and more relevant um, content and bring awareness to the right things and hopefully make an impact. Um, but without our people, we wouldn't be able to do this. So we really appreciate Absolutely. it as well. So we are, we are both excited to basically set up probably our next three episodes are going to be on a documentary that we watched. Um, we're going to do like a little intro to it today. Um, we are hoping that you guys will go ahead and take the initiative to watch this documentary as well. Um, but it was something that, Jana, I'll go ahead and let you start this off because you were the one that watched it and then immediately called and was like, gotta go watch this. And it, we both had the same kind of reaction to it. It was a lot of mixed things and, you know, after sitting on it and watching it again we both felt like this was something that was really relevant to today's world and that we should really explore more because there's a lot of depth going on with um the things that we saw in this so escaping twin flames well 
escaping swim flames came across uh because one of my uh, uh instagram followers uh sent it to me and said it might be something that i'd be interested in watching and uh, i am not a documentary person i just i'm, I'm just not I'm, I'm not gonna lie does not you know tickle my fancy whatsoever however uh i've been sick because i just had surgery last week and I was kind of stuck in bed, so I was like, "Well, let me let me see what this is all about." And uh, unfortunately, it literally uh, kind of uh, would uh, like overtake my mind for the next few days because it was so mind blowing. Yeah. Uh, it was quite disturbing. So uh, essentially, guy and a girl uh, they teach people how to find their twin flame. What does that mean? Like your true love. And uh, and, and they have classes and uh, seminars that you pay for and uh, you can be involved in and they find your your twin flame. Uh, but not before they kind of give you a, a, what it cult uh, behavior uh, feeling. Uh, a lot of it is cult behavior. Uh, uh, the leader, Jeff, and Shayla exhibited immediately, I saw the cultish, classic cultish leader behavior. Um, very controlling yes. in how you do it. And he can always change at any given time whenever he says it's time to change it. Right. Uh, I mean, even to the point where, like, this guy is telling people that uh, women should give men all the sex that a man wants uh, because that's what a woman does. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, this leader is giving these uh, followers the idea that men should have free reign sexually over women. This is just one part of many toxic uh traits that uh this right. uh whole uh whole uh unionship the break. exact words because i wrote this down this was in episode one where um ownership of body a man is entitled to the woman's body so jeff promised the man that his woman would give him as much sexual pleasure as possible um and, you know, and there was an incident which we are going to talk about whenever we get into episode one where the, his wife, Shayla, is talking about how, you know, she um, basically he forced himself on her, which would be considered rape. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's your spouse or not. If it's not consensual sex, if you said no, you know, it is rape. So, yeah, there's... It was problematic from the beginning, um, obviously, with the from episode one. I mean, we saw him who, you know, he was the typical charismatic leader, which the cults always have. He has very strong ideologies. And if you disagree with what he's teaching, he also had very strong reactions and you were basically gaslit and punished and you know embarrassed um for even remotely questioning you know what his teachings are and you know how he presents everything which is also classic 
cultish behavior. Um, and he would also uh, uh, determine what gender you were and what I uh, what identity you held up to, uh, what pronouns you use, uh, if, if they felt that you had a more masculine uh, energy, uh, you would be considered uh, where if you were a woman, you would probably need to become a man or right. vice versa. So like, there's like, right, define masculinity and defined femininity, uh, which it's just, like I said, it, it was one of these uh, onions that you just kept on peeling layers off of because uh, there's so many different issues uh, throughout this uh, um, documentary series. And yeah, and that's what is so interesting is that the whole transgender aspect that we saw really come to light in episode two, where again, we're still seeing the controlling behavior, the cultish behavior, where he's like clearly isolating his cult members from their families, um, which again is a classic sign. But we could also see that in the transgender community and the transitioning ideology that is happening right now. There's an isolation of you know children basically um from their families to push them into this ideology so there were there were a lot of correlations with that there's a lot of concerning behavior with that um and he was basically yeah telling people that you are a man or you're a woman even though they may be physically the opposite he was telling them that they were you know, obviously in the wrong body and they needed to immediately transition and comply. Like he would make them comply, like immediately cut their hair, change their name, like transition, do all of these things. Um, he also calls himself Christ, the second coming, which again, there's this narcissistic grandiose idea of himself um yeah like there's a there's there's a lot going on here um and then pretty much is convincing like his whole cult that either you are a member of the cult and you associate with only members of the cult like if you had a significant other outside of it if your twin flame was not in the cult they needed to become a part of it and also start paying you know for all of the classes because it's one of those basically you know, our Twin Flames University against everybody else, which again, I'm excited to explore these episodes one by one because I feel like there's a lot of correlation between the transitioning ideology and trans Tifa that's happening and this behavior in particular. Even though there were two professors that were featured in this documentary that were basically saying this is a bad look for the trans community, and this is not how the trans community operates. I feel like this is exactly how the trans community operates. Um, so, yeah, a lot. I'm trying to think episode three. Episode three goes heavily into the uh, transitioning. transitioning. Yeah, that's where we saw the family members who it was heartbreaking as far as that was concerned. Um because they were basically the members were being told to cut their family off completely. Um, and then we also touch on the whole 
they procreated. And there is some uncomfortable feelings that I got from, because he basically presented it that his child was like their third twin flame. And mm-hmm. their child can only have sex with God. But then in episode two, he basically tells us that he is God. So there's a lot of uneasiness for me. Like immediately when I watched it, like at first I was like highly entertained. Episode one was funny. We got, you know, we're going to get into the restraining order girl and all that stuff. And then episode two was still kind of lighthearted, but then it started getting a little deep. And episode three was just like, whoa. Really impactful. Yeah. Like what's really going on? And then that's whenever you called and you were like, we should really talk about this um because it relates to everything going on in society today uh and you're right like it was a lot so next week what we'll do is we would like y'all to go and watch this on netflix i I mean that's what we prefer but next week we'll go over episode one and we'll have clips we'll pull from and talk about and if in the in-between time you want to send us uh, questions that you have uh, from watching the documentary we would love to do uh, a few questionnaires at the end of uh, our episode so if you're interested in uh, corresponding with us like that uh, our inboxes on uh, in, uh, Instagram are open which or they hers- can leave for you or our you and put the question in the review we will make sure to answer those questions as well absolutely so uh we don't want to um uh we don't want to get us uh what am i trying to say <laughs> uh i don't want to give too much away so yeah we'll just end with that we're gonna do we're gonna do deep dives into every episode um i would encourage you like Jana said to go ahead and watch all three um but then you know why you could watch it again before you listen to the next show but yes please send us dm us questions or leave them in the um review and you can do this for every episode um if you have specific ones for like episode two and three moving forward um and hopefully you guys can join us in the discussion on this because this is going to be i think it's going to be interesting and really important to um to go through because there's a lot to break down here and address between like the rape the pedophilia vibes the cultish behavior the correlation to transgenderism right now um or the transitioning ideology i should say not transgenderism um so we are looking forward to this discussion because I think it's going to be a meaningful one on all of this stuff going on. And if you also want to check out, they are still an active cult today. They have a Facebook. Um, I joined the group. <laughs> she joined the group. I just followed the university, but they do have a group. They have like 67,000 people that follow them on their Facebook group. So including yeah. Including me. Including Jana. It's a really, it's a, it's an active and ongoing cult right now. And these two people are basically getting rich off of um, convincing all of these people that, you know, they need to subscribe to this 
ideology of the twin flame and they can really only find true or ascend into true happiness if they pay this guy thousands of dollars a month and go live on his 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 uh plan is like to buy property i think in like michigan or something and um have all of his members come and live with him again this is it's getting real deep and it's getting real dark quick so all right well i want to wish everybody a very happy thanksgiving and we can't wait to get into discussion with you you guys should watch twin flames at your family <laughs> dinner <laughs> yes it would definitely make for an entertaining uh, family meal. So, I absolutely agree. I, I think so, too. I'm going to make my mom watch it with me. So I hope you all have a super awesome holiday. Ah, you too. Till next time. <laughs>